COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future. So if I pull the trigger in the past, it's no you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots. I can't be stopped. That's what I told you, I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kid's gone bad Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea uh, Tire strength on my feet cause I'm so fly Hopped out the Delores and it's already McFly. Welcome to the Rick A Show. Mi gente, I am here with I mean, I don't, he don't need no introduction. The man behind the Cuban Connection clothing line. You got a book coming out. We're going to talk about that. Uh, giving them the business, the podcast, and music. I, I don't even need to talk about his music. Don Dinero, ladies and gentlemen. He's here today joining us on the podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you, my brother, for, for having me. You know, once you hit me up, I'm always saying yes. Because yeah. You know, I'm I'm grateful that I get to use your platform to Mm -hmm. kind of give that message and and we can build this relationship as as we go. You feel me? So I'm proud of you building your podcast. She was like, yo, I got commercials now, brother. So, (laughs) hey, when you tell me that, you know, hey, when you tell me that, what what I'm thinking is growth. That means you're able to sell your product to someone. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it's about because there's also a business component to China you know, get your message out there or making your dreams come true. So I'm definitely grateful, my brother. Thank you for having me. No, I'm, I'm a few things. I'm grateful uh, for you saying yes. First of all, grateful for the original uh, interview we did um, because it was, it was long. It was over an hour, but the story, your background, you talked about everything, everything you've been in life. It was like an introduction for me and you getting to know each other. It was such a good conversation. There was so many gems on it. Um, I cut a little, a couple clips and I posted them, but um, I always wanted to have you back on the show. I always felt like you're someone that uh, always is leading the way for the younger generation and is always giving out and always giving great wisdom. So um, I'm grateful that you're back on the show. Appreciate it, my brother. So how you been? I mean, the last time you was on, it was, uh, let me see. I had one kid. 
he was like five months old. Now I got two. I moved to a house out on Long Island. Uh, things been good on my end. I just want to know how things been on your end. Oh man, no complaints, <laughs> my brother. Um, grateful that uh, everyone that I know close to me, probably with the exception of my brother last year who passed away in February. Rest I mean, in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, came out of this whole kind of COVID and all these things we kind of been under, right? These all these pressures. Mm. So it's crazy. In April, um, my son who's going to Wagner. I, last year he couldn't go to. I usually take him to Puerto Rico on his birthday and go see his big brother play because the season mm. starts. He couldn't last year because he's he was recuperating from a back injury. Mm. So this year I was like, "Yo, you did so much this year. Let's go." So we went out there, and uh, on the way back, when I when I flew out there, I had to wear a mask on the plane. That week coming back, that day coming back, they had dropped the mandates, and we didn't have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And now when I see someone with a mask, I'm like, shit, we actually did that. Like, everyone had to, which we can always go back to it when they put another mandate. But what I'm saying yeah. is that we went through so much that now it's kind of things are opening up. You feel a little free. Mm-hmm. And now the fucking economy's bananas. Now they hit us with, you know, 5 6 $7 a gallon. And for mm. the guy who, who's really the hard worker, who's really budgeting his, man, that, that crushes him. You feel me? And all the truck drivers, you know, it, it's it's... It's it's a that's big why hit. all the food that's why all the food costs more. There's a mm-hmm. trickle effect, you know. It's gonna cost you more to get that product to the store because it costs the, you know, the Ubers up, the mm-hmm. Uber Eats is up, all those other differences up because of gas. And I personally feel it's just um, the big boys scamming us, man. They're just getting us right now. They know they can get us. You know when prices are high, right? You know when that swaka is a price regardless. But the streets say the prices is this, it's higher. You go tax people. So I think they're taxing us. They're taking advantage of the situation we're at right now. Mm. And, uh, and uh, you know, the hardworking class individual is, is, is paying. The people that keep this country going or the people that, you know, that big class that works. That the ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really, really paying the price. You know, someone told me, my son who has RPI, he says, damn, dad, it feels like all the money they gave in the PPPs and in the other stuff that's yeah. taking back now. <laughs> that's, that's why well, those, those checks Think about out. it. Think about it. Yeah. Uh, and, th- you know, the person who, who with the big company who had the 500 employees, he's got a gas card. It don't matter. The te- yeah. It could be $27 a gallon the company's paying for it. Mm-hmm. He writes it off. But the little guy who needed the Uber Eats to make, you know, his extra, who needed and who got that extra little money in the stimulus check and in the unemployment, oof, they're paying the price at the gas pump right now. The world economy is so messed up that it's the first time the euro and the dollar are are, are the same. You know, it's, it's no longer, it used to be the euro, you get more. Uh, uh... No, I, I, I mean, everything, mind, mind you, the, the, the number one common denominating currency in the world that everything mm. is based on is the dollar. Yeah. You cannot exchange anything. If 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 you give me Dominican pesos and yeah. I have to go to let's say Chile, I have to change the Dominican pesos into dollars first. Yeah. From a calculation, not physically, and then dollars into the Chilean one. The dollars based on everything. So when you're saying that I think the yen at one point there was a point in the economy in the two thousand eight that the yen passed us. Mm-hmm. The, the euro was passing. The euro you know has always the, been past us, and now it, it's even with the okay, American dollar. Okay, so that means the dollar's coming back in a weird way, 
with this situation. Mm-hmm. But again, when you're playing chess at that level, your moves are different than, and you don't you think differently than the average guy or the CEO or even a puff daddy who's running bad boy. These guys are making plays for billions and trillions of dollars. Economy shifts, right? So you have to understand this chessboard is moving. Mm. And I tell people say, well, how, what do you do? What do you do? You need to figure out how you master it and, and you, you need to figure out how you get as much money as you can, how you buy that. Like you have to figure those things out, especially if you live in the United States. Why? It is, it is cap, it's a capitalistic society and it, and it supports all. Anyone can open a company, an LLC, any citizen mm-hmm. can open an LLC and have their own company just like that with a couple of hundred bucks and go from there and start working for themselves. What other country can do that, right? So now you say, yeah, there's a lot of, of course, because if you don't understand the rules, you know, and, and whoever's listening to them and keep it simple. I had some old rich guy tell me once and I, and I kind of pass this along to my kids. If you want to be successful in the United States of America, if you do these two things, economically, you'll be okay. I'm not saying you'll be rich, but you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Learn something and graduate from college or a craft or a cyber tech school, right? Yeah. Get a degree, right, of some type. And then do not have kids until you get married. If you can do those two things, you'll be okay. Because what people don't understand the amount of money and time and cost to have children. Right? You know. No, I know. I got children. You're dead quiet. You're like, yes, I know. You haven't slept in days. Like, I have no, like, I can't, you don't even think about yourself anymore. No. Imagine me at the level I'm at in life where my daughter's about to have a baby and she's the only female of, out of 17 of us. And it's different when my son has three boys, but it's different because he had them. It's not like he was pregnant walking around like she's a, and it's mm-hmm. like the, the, when the women have it, it kind of belongs to the family because he, you know, he's not with, with the first wife. So the boys are in San Antonio. We visit, we have a great relationship. Our family's close. Yeah. But they're still with the mom, right? Mm-hmm. With us. So, so I'm going through that weird, you know, where as a dad saying, "Wow, that's dope." And then I have, um, you know, just my kids in general. Like it, it's just those levels of life. And then you're with the little ones, and I'm like, "Shit!" I look at, how could I do that again? But eventually, <laughs> eventually, I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna hit a target eventually, and probably have another kid. I just, you know, right now that's not one on my mind. But I'm pretty sure it's in, it's in my. In my line as I can so you want another because one. I don't know. I, I I don't. You can't never say never, my brother. Yeah. Right. Right now yeah. I'm, I'm by myself. I'm single. I don't have time. You know, women need time and attention. You can't impregnate someone. I'm a father, so I have to be around. Yeah. I, I would love to have a, a relationship with that person and build it from there. Yeah. You know, and, and and that be the last ride. But that's not something that right now I can do because it's about time. And as we speak right now, we've probably from the moment I called now it's been 8 19 it's about 20 minutes you can't get those 20 minutes back right time you can't yeah. get it back i don't care how much money you have a man for who's the guy steve jobs who passed away and on his deathbed he was like yo i would have traded all this money for more time exactly you can't i don't care who you are you can't beat that game so you better do as much as you can and leave a legacy so at least when they put dirt on your box one person to hang a picture of you in their house if you do that you did okay <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so let's talk about your kids, man. I mean, it, it's been. I'm, I'm very happy for your family. Um, Thank son, you. 
is a successful pro player in Puerto yes. Rico. Thank been you. at it for a while. Um, I saw that your uh, your youngest, who was his youngest, right? He just got accepted to Wagner D one. Yeah, he got his scholarship. He's gonna go play football, Division one football. Wagner. He's the first mm-hmm. one to 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 uh, to go that. Well, the first one to go to college football is Xavier, who's at RPI. Yeah. If you look at at Rosley Polytech Institute, if you understand, for example, if you, the smart kids, if you don't get accepted to MIT, you go to RPI. Yeah. RPI is where Dr. Fauci. Like these are engineers. He's doing business, but. He's the only Spanish kid on the team. I'm super proud of him just because of the academic aspect. And they yeah. have a dope-ass football team. It's Division Three, but they ranked 16th in the nation. They, they Last year, they lost in the Elite Eight. Um, great quality football, great rivalries. They play Ithaca. They play, uh, you know, it's it's, in, it's up in, uh, next to Albany. He's in, uh, I forgot the, the, the town he's in. But it's dope. And then the young one, you know, like, he got, you know, he got, Kind of lucky right now. He got lucky because they weren't giving Division One scholarships away that much because of the COVID year that they couldn't play that much football. So what's happening is a lot of these programs are giving their scholarships to the transfer portal kids because the mm. coach rather have a redshirt sophomore who was a fourth stringer at Penn State, right? Yeah. Then this new kid coming to high school who might not adjust to college because it's another adjustment. There's levels, you know. A lot of kids play Pop Warner football, and many play freshmen. And when they take that step next, they'll be like, whoa, you got to be committed. And, and that, if you don't love it, a lot of kids fall out and don't play high school football. And then there's a small percentage who get to play college football at whatever level, one, two, three, the NIA, whatever. And uh, so there's levels. So he's at that highest level, D1. And what I do love about him is that he prepares, he has a – a workout team and he's you know that i support him if i have to you know put a little skin in the game for him and so he, he's he's working his tail off and so is Xavier. Xavier's working his tail off uh, my 21 year old is like my right hand when it comes to business and everything even though he's 21 he's like 45 i could go to him with anything because he's in a smart guy school now i had a high school you know what i'm saying that's why i go hey you go to school so you can come and bring back to the family so this mm-hmm. is how we build our family you know and um and i'm super proud of them but i'm also super proud of my nephews you know my my brother's not here but my his oldest son is the general manager of uh w of walter Cone records which is one of the biggest Latin labels in the world mm-hmm. right now they got my Luna, alex rose like this kid they did five billion streams like yeah he's a monster then Sebastian graduated. He's another 6, 10, 11 kid playing basketball from South Carolina State. And now he's doing like some, he got a physical fitness school in Miami. He started doing great. The little one's playing uh, high school football. So we're, a, like I told you before, a music sports family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my daughter's about to have a baby sometime at the end of the year. That's a blessing to add more to the family. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to just keep, you know, trying to get through. I'm going to try to get through Tuesday today with this interview, and tomorrow's one more day. That's it. Hey, one day at a time. No one else can live it. You can't live two days in one if you do. Exactly. You're on cocaine. So let's talk about, you you spoke about your family. Now, last time you were on the show, you spoke about your journey, um, being in the Army, being incarcerated, uh, playing high school football, uh, and then going into rap music eventually. and. It's like we, we talked about it that day. I was even joking about it. I was like, man, let me write your, your documentary. Or let me do And then you started doing a book. So talk to me about the book. Uh, um, 
Yeah, What's well, you know, the book, the book actually, um, I started writing the book in March of 2011. Mm-hmm. And it started off as, I, I had two days I couldn't sleep, and I wanted to write. I had so many people that came to me, you know, at any time, I got young people, whatever, and they, they have dreams of either, not necessarily becoming the next Don De Niro, but getting on these platforms that I was able to get on in order to expose their music to the world and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and be seen and heard, and just trying to help people. So I wrote these lessons, they were just the lessons. Um, and so fast forward four years later or three years later, I start 2011, I run into Chris Scotty and I tell him, yo, I got these lessons, what do you think? He said, man, you need to add and break those lessons down. And mm-hmm. I was like, cool, most of the time you tell people something that they don't put in the work, but to break those lessons down, now I had to write. Now I don't really type too good, so I wrote them by hand, a lot of them in pencil so I could erase what I wanted. And I wrote the breakdown of the lessons all 16 of them that took me about another you know with my family it's not like i, I just can go on vacation and just write forever yeah it took me about another two or three years to get that done so by 2018 i had the book done in english and i translated in spanish and then chris again had a hey man maybe we should take this to herb or something audio book. and create no i did the audio that was automatic okay. I, I sent it to richie rich let's do the scoring so I have the audiobook in my voice in English and Spanish. That was done. That was something I can control. But then uh, Chris was like, hey, we should maybe turn this into like a movie or something. Mm. I'm like, man, Irv, Irv got so much on his plate mm-hmm. that I don't know if that's something that would happen anytime soon. And, and I need to get this to the masses as uh, you know, soon as possible. So what I did is I started doing every lesson in the, I have the animation book. Really? So it's animation, yeah, for every lesson. So what we did is, I finished everything. I finalized everything in January. And when I finalized everything in January, you know, I didn't have a publisher. I didn't know where I was going to go with this. I just knew I was sitting at my desk and I had the same feeling that I had when I finished the Kewala album, which mm. the irony is 20 years also. Come September 17th, it'll be 20 years to the day that I dropped the Kewala album. But around the same time I was finishing this was around the same time so it felt the same because i was like damn i have something special and mm-hmm. the animation was done in english and spanish that took time and money but it was done so then now the next step is now i have product what do i do so i started talking to chris we were in south by southwest he started getting some great ideas he really loved the animation so we tried to take it to irv irv loved it he referred me to someone and then i was talking to my man james cruz he referred me to this guy peter and then I did the publishing deal with Peter for the book only, which is great because I'm going to own 100% of everything, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I'm all about, IP ownership. And then we're going to take the audio book and put it as a spoken word book through Adventures, English and Spanish, so you can find it on Spotify wow. and everything else. And then we're going to take the animation in that and drop it. It's actually, I'm going to be dropping a total of 34 videos because it's, the intro plus 16 lessons in mm. English, the intro plus 16 lessons in Spanish. So a total of 34 videos, the average about three, the longest is three minutes, the smallest is about a minute and, and 45 seconds, the videos, the lessons. Mm. Um, and it's animation with my, obviously the audio over it. And uh, I'll drop that piece by piece. So it have all that information once it's finally out there then anyone can access it and apply the lessons. And, uh, you know, once I'm done, I got to send you the PDF, the book, so you can read it, and I'll send you uh, the intro of the lesson. Appreciate that. 
and okay. uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure if you read the book, or if um, you know everyone who's written the book, the publisher who's published bestsellers said, "Whoa, he's mm -hmm. trying to compare it to the rich dad, poor dad meets uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power." Laws of power. Like, like he was trying mm -hmm. to give me big words. That's what. That's when they, for example, when you meet a rapper and say how you, and they compare him to great rappers, you'd be like, he might not be that yet. So this mm -hmm. is my first book. I'm not an author. But I'm going to become an author because that's what I want to become, just like anything else I've ever done. So I'm in a transitional phase. I'm starting to book uh, uh, speaking engagements at universities, at places to talk about life. And um, I have a, I realized that throughout my life, one of the reasons I, I was an incredible lyricist is because I have a way with words. Mm -hmm. And I was able to apply that. Uh, it's a lot harder to write a rhyme than it is to, for me to write a speaking engagement list depending on who I'm speaking in front of then it's a lot easier because like the words don't have to rhyme you just have to make sense you get it yeah a, a, a rap I gotta I gotta make it cool the bars have to be catchy all that yeah and my stuff is it's a lot natural for me so you know one of the things that I, I would I would tell anyone and, I, and I'll tell you and it's not in my book but things I will I do say and will be saying in any way I speak is that you know um, what was the first thing you did as a human being you can recollect. Think about it. When you came out of your mommy's womb, what was the first thing you did? I don't remember much because I don't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. But I do remember uh, my my because I, I was born here. Uh, I spent a little like a year or two here, and then they took me to DR, and and I was raised most. Before you get too deep into this, I'm gonna get into deep into the seconds and the moments that you were born as a mm -hmm. human being. What is the first thing you did? You cried. Yeah. The moment you cried, the doctor looked at your mom and said, what? He's alive. He's alive. Because it's a boy, it's a girl, he's alive. Yeah. But when you cry, that really sends out that echo into the universe. So God, Allah, whatever you turn, grabs the hourglass and turns it over and you're on the fucking clock. <laughs> I like that one. No, it's it makes sense. It's it's yeah. I'm telling you. And then you get then you get dealt a deck of cards. You get dealt a hand, right? We mm -hmm. said I got a good hand, I got a bad. bad hand, right? When you're playing. You get dealt a hand. Someone's hand was Beyonce and Jay Z or my parents. That's a great hand, right? That's not yeah. a bad hand. Some other hands is you got you were born in in the in the jungle somewhere. Some hand, and you, and you and you have your mom and your dad, but you're dead poor. Or you're born somewhere in the city. You have your mom, no dad, but your mom's a crackhead. Yeah. Everyone gets dealt a hand, and you must play out your hand. And I believe, like, you get dealt that hand, but, like, okay, let's go to the Beyonce and Jay-Z. That doesn't mean that life is going to be all peaches and roses. I didn't say that. I, 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 said, I, know. I didn't say peaches and cream. This is what yeah. I'm saying. You get dealt a hand. And Some hands are better than others because you cannot deny yeah. having parents like that. You mm -hmm. will get the basics. Now, will you uh, 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 will you have a long life depending on your destiny? What did you come here to do? Mm -hmm. uh, you can you agree that Kobe Bryant's daughter had a pretty great lifestyle and economic right and and then left. And people say, well, why would they leave so early? It's because. And whatever they did in their other lifetime, they didn't have to pay a lot here. People that live long are here. People think that living long or living long means you owe more, so you better do as good as you can. So wherever you go next, 
You feel me? I'll give you an example. Sometimes you see someone who was born and they're born with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. A street person might say, yo, so-so's retarded. We kind of use words that they're not politically good anymore, yeah. for, such as gay or faggot or retarded. We don't use that anymore. But if someone who has Down syndrome, you would say them. You would feel sorry for them. For Now, in, in things that I understand and in the wisdom and the knowledge I have, there's a saying that those that have Down syndrome here are being punished because of all the stuff they did either in a past life or in another world they came from, right? Now, this might sound crazy. What is he talking about? This is just... No, you it doesn't. It, you could take it as a chemical imbalance. Yeah. You could take it as whatever. Or it might be a challenge to the parents who also had to be challenged here. We all get a hand of cards is what I'm saying. Yeah. We get dealt that and we have to play it out. And some of us go from, from you know, let's talk about Jay and Beyonce, who are the parents of that person. Jay was selling credit. Well, you know, he was hustler trying to get up and he took it to the next level so you can't judge success by everything he, economically he has but by the steps that he came from nothing to to grab so we all have a destiny mm-hmm. you cry hourglass flips held that card on your market set go and then you have to go ahead and try to fulfill that destiny so what i tell you is as i sit here and i'm going to be a 53 year old man coming up in july 17th my destiny necessarily was not uh the don de Niro uh, ego, it's my, that's my alter ego that I created to, right? It's a part of the process to get me here. It's part of that journey to, you know, to get me where I'm at then to tell the people, hey, that was something I did and, I, and I'm never going to stop doing it. I'm always going to drop some shit if I feel like it. Mm-hmm. But what I really want to tell you is that, you know, we're here for this journey of life and, and you, don't, you, don't get a run, you don't get to run away from the crime. You don't get to only celebrate. Right, mm-hmm. you celebrate sports is a great. That's why I put, have my kids play sports so they can learn how to lose. And that's why you celebrate a championship. Ah. It's over with a few days and you, you go. You celebrate a birthday. You celebrate an accomplishment because most of the times you're taking L's or you're dodging or you're just trying to, that's the game of life. And if you understand it, you'll be able to teach it to your kids. Teach them the game of life, but as you learn it yourself, because as much wisdom as I have, I really, at the end of the day, don't know shit, if that makes any sense. It makes sense, but you still need to, uh, the reason why I always like talking to you is um, you, you've experienced more life than I have, and you've seen more things than I have. So I don't necessarily have- think, I, if, if my age says I've experienced more yes. life, yeah. but the only thing I've done more than you is I've taken more losses than you've taken W's. Right now at this stage, does that make any sense? <laughs> Chop that one up. Explain it to me. Okay, that means I'm since I'm ahead of you, and I'm always taking more risk, and I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm taking more L's. I've taken more L's than you at this, at this moment. point. Yes, 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 yes. But that's, I, I, that's but the I, only difference that gives me this wisdom, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it. Then I pass it along back to you. So, but now uh, I it's can almost like a quantum leap. If you can quantum leap forward to the man you will become, just like you can quantum leap back to who you were 10 years ago. Yeah. I would tell you is you can be that whoever you want to be. There's steps to get there, but within those steps, there's going to be these peaks and these valleys. And you can handle an hour a lot better knowing you see the end result. See, I've never mm-hmm. worried about my journey. I've never worried about who at this moment thinks they have a lead on me. You get what I'm saying? That shit yeah. don't bother me because I know at the end of the day how the story unfolds for me. Right, so it's a beautiful journey and I just go through the journey and when something shows up that I did not want to or did not expect, 
the Japanese call it the wabi-sabi. You feel me? That means go with the flow. At the end of the day, whatever's for you can't be taken away. So whatever shows up wasn't really for you, but something better's coming. And you just keep going through your shit, bro. Right? And that's the that's my journey. People say, yo, you're so positive. I said, so what what else can we how what other energy do you want to give to life? When someone went to sleep last night and didn't wake up today. They mm. had plans. So what do you want me to do? Wake up and be mad? No, that's a choice. It's a decision you make to be upset. And usually people who are upset is because they wake up looking at the side of all the things they don't have. I don't have the job I want. I don't have the woman. Whatever it is, instead of waking up, counting the blessings. Mm -hmm. I'm alive. My mom's alive. My kids are healthy, right? That's not a lot of people. You start counting those blessings, bro. That smile. You Mm -hmm. you You can't have good thoughts and feel bad, brother. It doesn't work that way. When you see somebody like that, when you see somebody mad, what do you think? They think about cartoons? <laughs> no. No, they're painting them pictures in their head they're and they're worried, about, they're worried about the wrong thing. And not a lot of people, but that's how I view life. When I wake up in the morning, first of all, I woke up. That's a, that's a victory to me. Yeah, I woke up, I feel good, and then I got a job. Many people don't have a job. So when I when I show up to work and and I supervise a lot of people, and I always they always say Rick, why are you always so positive? Why are you always you always got a smile on your face? And I was like, why? I got a job. I have children who I love. I have a wife who I love. I got. I'm here at work. I, I have some knowledge that I could pass on to you guys. And I've always felt a leader is someone that could turn around and make other leaders behind them. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally. I totally agree with you. And you mentioned in that a word which you started, which was worry. You know, I, and I tell people worrying is like praying for bad things to happen to you. Who mm-hmm. would pray for bad things to happen to you? If you worry, you're putting so much energy in the thought of the word that you're not putting any energy into solving whatever's worrying you. Focus mm-hmm. on that and go forward. You know, and this is one of the reasons when I listen to that people say, hey, you're happy. You, uh, this is what the book is called, The Formula, 16 Lessons for Life. And I, I feel like I found a formula that would help people live heaven on earth. If they apply it, understanding certain things and lessons and within there. And everyone who's in my circle who I've sent the book, which I consider you my circle. I think Taurus has the book. I don't know if he's read it because I know. No, no, he did. Okay, so so you he know, did so because... I'm going to send it. I hopefully yeah. I don't know if he said. I hopefully send it to you. If not, I, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's a mm-hmm. PDF right now because we're 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 finalizing the date now for pre-sales because I had to. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning the business of of the book game. Uh, the book game is extremely interesting. Um, it's unlike the music business right now because we don't sell music anymore. We give it away to yeah. a stream. So and, I want to ask you a question about that. Because to me, it seems like a similar game. Um, you're putting work into this one project, right? You're doing an album, you're doing a book, right? You're giving away the music, but where do you make your money when you're doing an album? the tour so now when you do the book you go on tour you give talks you do you become a motivational speaker you do book signings and all that so it's yeah but there's a different aspect to the books there okay more money there's more money in books and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why Mm -hmm. people still buy the physical book no one buys a cd where's the physical aspect when's the last time you bought something physical tangible see you go to the book signing when am i going to sign your hand i'm going to sign the book mm-hmm. that you're going to take home people still like to read 
the audio's there, the visual's there. I, I took the book to another level. But yeah. what I love about the book game, I feel like I'm back in the early in those aspects. where I'm selling CDs, where people yeah. can go out. It's going to be in Barnes and Nobles. You can order it on Amazon. It's going to be a smaller five by eight. It's not going to have a ton of pages, maybe 30 something, 40 pages, because it's, it's just, it's one, it's one pages on the lessons. It's a read that you can have and go back to. And then you can get into the audio if you're in the gym, if you're somewhere else, or you can get into the, uh, you can sit with your kids and go over these lessons on the animation. I'm going to send you the intro and it's going to blow you away. You'll be like, you're going to understand the project and why we kind of made it that way. Because when we sat with a publisher, they, they, they really didn't know how to do with all that. I've sat with big people and be like, wow, and your life story is interesting. Yeah, but it's not about my life story right now. This is about, you know, this what this message I'm trying to get to the masses because of everything that's going on and how the world is vibrating right now. Yeah. And how instant gratification and social media and we're becoming cyborgs and we're connected to the phone, which is okay because it's without the phone we can't do this interview. So yeah. I can't complain about technology. I love it. But it's like anything else. You have you to know? have a balance it's, just like everything in life. When I go to the gym I put the phone in the lock. I get that one hour away from that motherfucker. Yeah. Right. To kind of focus, and that's okay. And at night, when I go to sleep, I also and I don't when I don't grab it. That's not the first thing I grab in the day. I sit up, you know, and I have manifestations. You know, I'm happy, healthy, wealthy, wise, successful. Money comes fast and easy. Abundance is all around me. I am truly blessed, and I say those words, and you know, I manifest things that I want. I have a prayer. I want to bless a, a little prayer to the people, man. Give me one second. Sure. Uh, is that okay? I want to because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important. Um, where's it at? Stay back. Hey. resolved, right? You know how powerful that is, is that imagine you praying for what you want, you get it, how excited you are, and what's the first thing you're going to say? Thank God, right? Most people say, thank God. You mm -hmm. know? Well, you need to do that in advance every night. Yeah, people only thank look to God when they need things and not, not, not. Thank them in advance for all your issues, whether it's God or whatever you believe in. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, those are words because words are powerful. They go into the universe and come back. How you think about yourself, how you feel about yourself is important. Do you understand? So, you know, and those are things that I not only teach you in the book, it's a formula-wise, but I'm also, when I get in front of people, just trying to address them. And understand that everyone is looking for something and we all need each other you know without so a guest and an audience what are we doing with the show nothing there's no we need each other you know we need it and it's important that with all the shit that's going on in the world that we you know i'm just going to try to put out uh, a little philosophy a little positivity and a little guidance to those who are willing to apply it and the key word is willing and there's another key word to anything in life to be accomplished is called discipline right there's things you're just gonna have to change in your life and uh and and, and man up or woman up to decisions you're making um and make you know and if you want change then you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again that's really called being crazy you know and those are the things that i address so that's where i'm at right now my brother with my book and you know, I have a little album in the stash called Proper Intellectual. I, I was mm -hmm. leaking stuff, but I, I, when I think about it, I'm like, man, I don't, you know, I'll put it out there and, and won't even promote it.
just to get it out there, to get music out to the people. But my main mm. concern is to really to help. I mean, you've been on fire the last last couple of years. Uh, let's talk about one of my favorite records to come on like in the last ten years, and I'll be honest with you, which was the Cuban Connection album. Not yeah. one song on that album. Every song is a uh, and not not one song's the same either. Like I no. make sure that no song sounds the same. I take you on a ride, yeah. and I line up the score. You can go from one to nine. I don't put thirty records to bore you. I, I make sure, and I and I use a lot of different artists. Um, mm. It's not all me. Most artists is you know I make sure the artists shine in the production, mm. and um, and that's kind of how I'm gonna do music going forward. Like really with the young producers, up and coming guys. You know, I might do a big album with big features one day. One day could be a year or two, but, you know, my main focus, you know, is the book. But that album was, you know, again, Richie Rich had, uh, out of the nine records, he produced eight. And Brida, mm-hmm. the Grammy Award, the Grammy Award winning producer, who I have signed to Rock Nation, uh, is uh, Brida, and he had uh, Ella. Ella dice que me ama. You feel me? Yeah. So one of my favorite records, because uh, it's just a, a complete album. Um, sonically, it's different. I think it's where the industry is heading right now. Um, uh, our culture is leading the way and setting the trends at this point in time. I mean, look at Jim Jones. He's about to do a, a broken Spanglish record. Yeah. Um, so it's. It, it, I, I believe there was ahead of his time. I still to this day put people onto the record and they're like, yo, really this came out? Yeah, it came out a while ago. It's been out. It's fire. And I want to talk about uh, a record that's not released yet. It's one of my favorites. Richie sent me his, um, Mirais' record. And it's you, Eddie, and Richie. Um, There's some bangers on that. No, Richie's a monster. Yo, Richie's a monster, too. You know what's crazy? That this whole sound that we've been hearing that Richie's creating, like when Mm. Richie first hit me up, you know, he was doing like any other producer influenced in Miami by the Anglo sound, doing a lot of trap mm-hmm. records. And I was like, yo, you could do that. Just add your Cubanasha, your Hialeah, mm-hmm. the Latin sounds. And he took off with that. He mm-hmm. started doing that and really found his lane. Mm-hmm. And no one can do that work better than Richie. Richie's going to be huge. He, I just tell him, yo, the most patient one stays with the entire kingdom. Keep working. Keep yeah. living one day at a time. Keep, you know, being a good son, a good. And that's what it's all about. Sometimes we want the dream to manifest overnight and, and it won't you got to put that work in i mean be careful what you wish for sometimes it does and then it's not what you think it is mm-hmm. and then you guys dropped Todo, which uh another amazing record uh with a, a beautiful message behind it yeah and it's kind of it kind of ties into your method and the book and and and, and what your the life in general um, to do anything in life, you have to give everything your all. You have to give it your. I think we lost the narrow temporarily. Hopefully, I can get him back. Um, oh, you call him my finance. Yo, you call me today. So today, <laughs> listen, Chris calls me at. At uh, what time he calls me? At like three or four. He says, yo, mm. he goes, can you meet me here at six? And I'm like, what is it? And he says, yo, because he got a, a, a good friend, Alan, being an audio guy, yo, mm-hmm. Alan invited you. He said, I'm going, but he wanted you to come, invited you to the movie premiere at 6. I think it starts around 8. I said, man, I got a podcast interview today. Mm-hmm. 
boom. And now my finance lady calling me on the call I've been waiting for. And I said, please, because that's the right thing to do. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, nothing I comes appreciate it, but No, because nothing comes above people's time, my brother. And yeah. that's why I always do the right thing, which is the hardest thing to do. And and sometimes I don't eat as good as other people, but I sleep like a baby. And whatever comes back, karma is always beautiful and clean mm -hmm. to me, my family, and my kids. And that's the formula. Whatever you put out into the universe is going to come back. You can't be on the sideline hating with that thing inside of you, thinking all your dreams are going to come true and everyone's going to be happy that your shit is popping. doesn't work that way. You better, when you see someone, congratulate them, be happy for them, because then that goes out into the universe, and then it comes back, and with something you want, set it out, and now you're happy just like that person was. Mm -hmm. It's not that hard, bro. The, the message you put out today, uh, let that sink in, which I love those videos, by the way. Ah. Uh, the one you put out today was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's you know, what do you want? Mm -hmm. you, you know, you want to be rich? Yeah, take some risk, homie. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Oh, you want you want to be strong? Lift some weights. Lift weights. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want love? Show some fucking love, homie. Yeah. Right? Oh, you want to fucking uh uh uh? You want to be conscious? You want to really shit? Do some writing. You know, say all the stuff that I say, man. At the moment that I'm saying, it's like the world's not. This, this game of life is not easy. Mm. But if you play it right, it's gonna be worth it. You can avoid a lot of shit coming your way. You can prolong your life. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually. You know what I'm saying? It's okay now, but them young babies are young. And when you get older, I watch my brother not take care of himself, pass away, and these young kids are left here figuring it out. They got me, but it's not the same. Mm -hmm. Right? You, 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 you know, what's the purpose of having bread and you can't enjoy it because your quality of life? Like, people need to understand that it's really about... Steve Jobs, you said it something. earlier, perfect example. Steve Jobs, billionaire, got pancreatic cancer, and he, at the end he said, I would give away all my money if I could just uh, live my life. To, to the, not until, he think he was 50-something when he passed away. Right, so Jump. most people, when, when he was Steve Jobs, 48, everyone envied him, kind of like they envy Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. What if Elon Musk all of a sudden said, Six months or a year from now, I'm sick. Next, you know, next, and then five years from now, he's not on the planet anymore. Mm -hmm. What good? The key is longevity. As long as you're destined to be here, maybe Steve Jobs was, most likely was only destined to do what he did. He gave the world what he left. He left behind great technology, and he's on to his next mission. Mm -hmm. You know how the movie ends for all of us, right? Everybody, you death and taxes are the only short things on life. Everybody dies. Yeah. So I'm telling everybody watching this: don't be a pussy and go for it. You're gonna fucking die anyway. Go mm -hmm. for it. Whatever dream you have, whatever thing you have, stop being scared of failing, and mm -hmm. go for it. And if you fail, you get up, you dust yourself off, and you keep going. It's that simple. Welcome I think it's just the, the game of life. The way people view the word failure and failing. To me, I look at failure as, okay, if I failed at this, it's because I didn't execute this the way it should have been. Or there was something that went wrong in that plan that I could go back to the drawing board and try to see where if I do something on my next project, it won't be the same as, because it's a lesson that you're getting. Fail failure is associated with fear and losing. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to be a loser. No one wants to be scared to that. You get what I'm saying? You know how many times these fighters, very few fighters undefeated. McGregor, to see McGregor lose, everybody's like, oh my God, he's still out there talking shit because it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you don't have to be a fighter to realize there's going to be things that are going to happen in your life that you're going to take L's at, that the game of life is going to punch you right in the fucking face and knock you the fuck out. Now what? What are you going to do? Are you going to lay down on the ground? Or are you going to get up, dust yourself off? I, I lost this one. Let me get back and train and mm-hmm. let me get out of the game. Get my right? yeah. Some people hang the gloves up. Let that sink in. <laughs> Swagata. Swagata, motherfucker. Some people ate. Some people ripped. Some people hang the fucking gloves up after the first punch. Knockout, got up and said, this ain't for me. The game of life mm-hmm. ain't for you. Doesn't matter what you can't run away from. You can't run away from the punches. As as conservative, you try to live and the least chances and the little money in the bank and no, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to go here because you can't escape it. What's meant for you is meant for you, good or bad. What are you putting out there? What's the energy you're putting out again? So the goal and the energy that you're trying to put out there with the book and the talks is to uh, inspire folks to break out of that shell and, and, and try to think sort of reset the way they think because you know certain people that's what they really need they need a is, is a conversation with someone that's going to show them okay you're looking at things this way but you can also look at it this way and this way is what you're going to put out to the universe and it might work out better for you what what did i tell you happens the minute you cry the clock goes on time is ticking for me and you right now mm-hmm. it's ticking for everybody what are you doing with your time? I decided to give you my time from here. What are you doing with your time to reach your goals? Mm. What are you doing? Right here, the platform, we spoke about you. I got the book coming out. I'm using the time to speak about my, but it ain't about me. It ain't about you. It's about using this platform and say, hey, look what this is. Look at our example. Mm. We're not the greatest, the most popular. We're not everything, but we're trying. We're trying yeah. shit. We're not escape. We're not afraid to fail. You shouldn't be either. If you want to do a podcast, try it. Mm-hmm. I won't be on it, but try it. <laughs> another pod where did that come from with your friends you got to build to that yeah connections i wouldn't be on yours if it wasn't because you knew some 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 and you asked yeah. you know that's true right? so this it's a lot of things so at the end of the day it's just a formula to say go for it what is it that you want to accomplish if you do not pick a dream and you are not going forward to a dream your life is a fucking nightmare case closed bing boom and you watch it all over the place you see nightmares being lived all over the place. You walk, you can walk into a spot and you can see a person who's at 7-Eleven happy with his life. And you can walk into a lawyer's office and see a miserable motherfucker and he's making 280 a year. Chambita Chronicles, thank you. Uh, I'm so glad to take a listen, listen on these live jams. I told you, I told you guys, there's a few comments. I've just been, somebody shouting out, saying hello to, that's my girl Roman, she's, Hey, Don Dinero, how Rick? How you doing? I told you guys. Now, let me ask you something. You you mentioned podcasts. So uh, last time you was on the podcast, um, you was working on music real heavy. You're in the middle of a transition right now. You're going to start writing more books. You're still going to put out music because I think that's who you are. No, that, of for. course. Yeah, but I, I'm going to get into movies and then the scoring in the, in the, the yeah. scoring in the movies will be something that I can get the music out, the, the creation. Mm-hmm. Remember... We're all creative creatures. We yeah. create differently. You're, you're, you're manifesting your creation through interviews and asking questions. And this was your vision. And it's, look, you're living your dream. Mm-hmm. However big this show will become, no one can stop it as long as you keep working, as long as you do not give up. Mm-hmm. And I said something on another podcast, and I'm going to say it in this podcast, and I said it in Spanish, I'll say it in English. 
you have two choices when you're about to quit, right? You can either quit or keep going. They're both going to hurt. So you might as well keep going. That, that makes a ton of sense. So might as well keep going because if you quit, you're like, you can never get there. Quitting would absolutely ever. You, I, I have a dream. Don't quit. Why? Because if you quit, how the fuck is the dream going to come true? Supposed to take it. That's why you cry. That's why the kids were crying when they were drafted. Did you watch the NBA draft? Yeah. Did you watch the tears of those kids? The dream manifested. And then you could be Ben Simmons after. And the shit turns into a nightmare too. <laughs> ah! Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. You're seeing it unfold right in front of you in the game of life. Just turn on ESPN, the greatest reality show in the world. The sports. How, how did you and Chris get into the – I'm interested in – I know you guys uh, – first of all, it was a great idea to do a, a podcast on that. Well, remember, we had the um, – Oh, had, uh, We had El Punto uh, Radio. We would yeah. do every Thursday night from 11, 11, 11 to 1. I remember that one, yeah. Right? So when COVID came, mm -hmm. and then we were kind of getting out of COVID last year sometime – I've always had this idea about me and him doing something, giving him the business. I presented him the idea maybe about three or four years ago when we had the big studio in New York City. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, you do it. I got too many things in my hand. And it was like, yeah, you're right. So then we came back and he liked the idea about the podcast because the podcast game has changed in the last year and a half or two. Me and him have incredible, that's how we talk. When we're on the road, we did 150 cities together, traveling, doing adventures, doing seminars. So we're used to talking to the people mm -hmm. and giving them the business has that, you know, we have kind of like the mafioso aspect to us, OGs talking about life, being able to walk the streets and still be in corporate America. Right. Having yeah. that, that balance, um, the giving the business fit us. Um, I had my man, Kawasone create the, uh, the, the logo. Everyone approved it. Chris, you know, he said, let's go. And, and, and here we are now. Uh, How'd you feel about it? Cause it's a different space for you. You usually no, want to it's not, Actually, it's it's up my alley. It's just me talking shit. That's what <laughs> talking about topics, me and Chris. It's easy. It's it's yeah. actually it's an easy thing to do. That's what I'm saying. Like me speaking, me doing. I realize that's a lot easier for me. But you if feel you ask me doing, right now, right? if you ask me right now, Denaro, ten thousand to perform at a club, or a thousand to go do a seminar at a university. Guess what? I'm gonna pick. A thousand to speak at a seminar? A thousand at the club, nigga. I'm just <laughs> no, I'm going to take the... <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm going to take the thousand at this point in my life. You know why? At the club, I got to be there at a certain time after midnight to perform because that's when everyone's nice, saucy, drunk, right? If I'm the closer, I'm on stage, say, by... If the club closes at 2, I got to be on by 12.31. If it's at one of those 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm not on till 2 in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be part of that energy to earn my money anymore on stage. And the good thing, I, I own my, oh, and I've done shows. I go on my little tours from India just to, you know, just to do it. But if you ask me now, I could go in front of these young people or, or corporate America, whoever. I can speak in front of anyone and address them and, and what's going on in their lives right now. Because everyone I, I will sit in front of put themselves there in that chair. Why? What are you looking for? Why are you here? I can address those and go from there. It doesn't matter what walk of life. What do you do for a profession? You chose that. Life is the decisions you make. It's a trickle effect. Right? You chose the job. You chose the wife. You chose the car. You chose the clothes. You chose that hat right now. 
that you were gonna wear. I chose to have, right? Like, con we're constantly, right? That's just what we do. And, mm -hmm. and and those who can habitually create the right choices will always win in the game of life and do the right thing. Excuse me. So that's basically, you know, we're, we're giving them the business. You know, it was just a, a, a trying shit, and me and Chris coming together and just trying shit and, and, and giving people gems when. And giving the, the what's the end game to everything, whether it's politics or that, who's making money and why are they doing it? And, you know, we had a, a episode about marriage. It could be the worst business decision, could be a great one. Depends on how it ends, if it ever ends, right? It's like mm -hmm. any business partnership. So, you know, we were discussing, the, the, the you know, how a lot of these basketball players or who's that guy who got the girl pregnant and he has to give her a check, right? So... Those are situations that end up hurting your pocket, which is business. So giving them the business is, is successful. Our latest one was about uh, Chris's little brother, Irv Gotti, with that big deal he signed. And so, yeah, we're building it, man, and, and we're just, again, trying things. If it's successful, great. If it fails, we go on to the next thing. You know, look, the boot to the spot, we didn't go back to radio. We moved forward. Mm -hmm. You call that a, a, a failure? No. If we do, no. if we didn't go through that, we wouldn't be here with the podcast. So... You know, whatever we do is exactly what we're telling everyone that we sit in front of to do. Try shit and never give up. Oh, viewers can't see you. Okay, so I guess this app is acting up and it kicked us both out, but now we're okay. back on. So uh, giving them the business, I just saw, did you guys wrap up the first season or, or it, you're still continually producing content? And I know a shout out of your creative. Yeah, exactly. you shout out of my, uh, my, my uh, uh, showroom. Mm -hmm. I have my office over here, which is dope. Um, I actually, this is the desk, most of the equipment, you know what I'm saying? Um, they bring it in and then we set up and, and, uh, and it's kind of dope, man. So it's been a great experience when you say season, like we're just going to keep shooting. Because, mm -hmm. you know, now we've, at the present moment, we've done another deal. So if you don't know, we're, we're part of, we're doing it. We did a deal with Clash TV to live stream all the uh, street basketball games in New York City. So on mm -hmm. Wednesday and Thursdays, I'm at Rucker. And on the weekends, I'm at Orchard Park. Chris is all over. We got Dykeman. We got Gersh. We got uh, 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 a bunch of, uh, and, and then we're live streaming through Clash TV. So because it's seven days a week doing that, we haven't. We have all our camera guys out working too. We mm. haven't had a chance to shoot these episodes because we'll usually shoot six or seven in one week. Go two weeks and do what we have to do. Chris is in Vegas. I'm moving around. And when we he gets back in town, we're together. Yeah, you were here. Yeah, I'm in town too. Boom! All right, let's knock it out. And that's how we've been doing it. And if we don't have guests at the moment, we'll shoot ourselves. Uh, if you notice from the first episode to the last ones, we've gotten better, right? We've grown. So we weren't scared just to try a camera, no background. Like we just went at it, and we didn't. We don't care what, whether we get criticized or, or we don't. We're, mm. we're just gonna go forward, and we've gotten a great response. People are really, really liking it's, the podcast. By the way, it's a really dope game to be in the podcasting, especially at the standpoint where it is right now. It's actually destroying uh, the old school radio interviews, which I, I came up in radio in college radio. Right. Um, and this is uh, a, a new media platform that um, people. I mean, that's it. what they're calling it, right, Rick? They're calling it new media. I, new I media. Know new media, and uh, and I think it's kind of this. Okay, but uh, again, in giving in the business, I spoke about this. Mm -hmm. The COVID created 
tons of business. COVID created Uber Eats and DoorDash. Mm-hmm. COVID created Instagram Live and COVID created podcasts because people couldn't get out. They had to interview. And mm-hmm. now you see ESPN and the guys don't even leave their house and they're doing this split screen. And they're yeah, talking. It's, it's the, uh, <clears throat> the web-based streaming services, I remember when, because uh, I used to do my shows live and in person. Right. Which is what I would be doing with you if COVID would have never happened. We would have been at a studio, would have been live, shot extra content. But COVID hit, and you couldn't leave your house. So when when it first started, it was only really uh, Zoom and and Twitch. Now there's about 17 different businesses that have opened up since then. One I'm using right now currently, um, where you're able to conduct interviews or or put on a show because you could do a whole full production from your living room or your basement yes, yes. and so, technology is going to get better and enhance mm-hmm. the phones um you know they're having contests now iphone who can create the best movie on the iphone they'll fully fund the marketing mm-hmm. like there's a lot of things going on with technology and it's only going to make access to interviews uh so um uh, give you a philosophy. They file, you know, the lo peor que suceda lo mejor. Out of the worst case scenario, make something great occur, and it has. Mm. We continue to use those those systems, and we understood the virus. But from the virus, a lot of great businesses were able to come about. A lot mm. of businesses were like, I don't need, I don't need all, all this office space. I can keep a lot of my people working from home. Everyone's happy. You get what I'm saying? I save yeah. on a lot. So I think a lot of great things have come out from the industry. And, and, uh, you know, tragedy comes opportunity a lot of times. And I felt like when COVID hit, it was a, it was, it was a test to, to me producing the show. And it was, it was something that I knew at the other end, because out of this kind of, I've shot more episodes like this and I've won awards, nominations. I've, I've, I interviewed Jesse Torero, who was in Los Angeles at the time when I did the interview with him. I've interviewed his brother, Ulysses, you know, so. He's my guy, Uli shot, shot the actor like I video. That's my guy, bro. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, I, I've, I've gotten to, James Cruz is one of the guys that I had lined up to do an interview with. I was able to do more with less. And, and that's, that's, what, that's what I learned from COVID. <laughs> I agree, I totally agree. So, uh, when do you have a date for the book? When it's dropping, or well, right yeah. now, what we're doing is we're waiting for the Library of Congress. I'm copywriting things because mm-hmm. you know, and now when that all hat comes in, then we go ahead and submit it, and then we'll get a pre sale date from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, everything. And it'll probably be eight weeks, eight to 12 weeks. The pre it'll be on pre sale before the book actually drops. Because it gives time to marketing, so it's like the old school way of marketing. We got learned through the book system mm-hmm. when we used to drop an album. We would promote eight to twelve weeks before the album dropped. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Single, so you you'll start seeing me on my social media. Once I get a date, then you'll see me all over social media going super hard. It would hard be on nice. Me. September seventeenth, twentieth anniversary of your album coming out. If that's yeah, and then my nephew calls me. I got to try to do something there, and I've been focused. It's the middle of football season. It's like, yeah. and then I'm not too big on myself. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. it's my, I need to celebrate. But these, those accomplishments, my brother's not here. Uh, you mentioned documentary. When you when you get a chance, hit me privately cause so we could talk about some ideas that I might have that we might be able to collab on and things that I'm doing that you feel me that you might yeah. bring some, some expertise to. But, um, 
Yeah, at the end of the day, like the book is, is something that I'm waiting for that and I'm patiently waiting. I thought I would have had that by June, the date, but, it, it, you know, it's taken a little longer. We went, we had to switch book size and, and mm -hmm. go through some stuff and, and that takes time. It's like every time you switch something, it's almost 10 days it takes to, you know, to get to your, it's, but it's dope. I, I love mm -hmm. that. And I'm going to own my book and I'm all about ownership, man, because this is what I'm going to pass along to my kids and my great grandkids and who aren't here and and I'm going to leave this legacy I mean, I think people will sing this Abu de Lama forever but I think uh, the formula 16 lessons for life is something that's going to help so many people that that you know I think that I'm going to feel like okay I, I did something here you know because most of my music is you know smoking weed banging bitches having a good time uh, you know, I, I tell great stories too. Don't get it twisted. I have a lot of great stories. Panapana was an incredible story about my dad coming from here, but mm. this is different. This is straight up going to help so many people. And when you read it, bro, you're going to hit me up and say, damn. You know, you might say, yo, lesson 14, hit hard. Yo, lesson seven. It's crazy. Mm. That's the response I get consistently from people. I just got a lady, I said, top lady, marketing lady, big time in Mexico, sent her the one in Spanish. She said, wow. And most people, I usually get this too. You you wrote this? <laughs> and I kind of love that in a weird way, you know? Because then I, I expect the unexpected from me is basically what I'm always trying to let people know. Mm -hmm. you know so. Well, De Niro, I truly appreciate you taking the time to hop on the show and give me an hour of your day. And to talk about the book and your family and, and everything that's going on. Uh, I really did. A, you talked about in your music, all you talk about is smoking weed and you, you, you got some story. But the last record, there was more to it than just that. And, you know, there's a couple songs. Which one was it? Tell me the record you keep saying. Sueño, Sueño Americano, I, I could completely oh. relate to. Um, Yo Quiero Volar, I could completely relate to. Um, <clears throat> Babalu Ayer is... is uh, Another level. It's a tribute. So it's crazy. Yeah. When we did the April 1st show here, mm. I told Richie, we didn't add the Babalu Ayer show, show to another spot. We did it because we didn't feel it would fit because it was more. Mm. Of a, but I said, yo, we, we performed that Babalu Ayer incredible record. So I just feel that I've always hey, yeah. been ahead of my time. Mm. And yeah, also um, from just. On my own is my theme record, by the way. Like, huh? on my own, that's like. I, I told I told problems this. Um, you feel you feel the words, and you, you like the. Yo, problem. He, you know why I shot a video? Problem crushed that fucking verse. <laughs> no, you remember? I'm a fan. Listen, everyone yeah. that I'm around is talented. I do. Yeah. I only surround myself with talent. When I go into business, people have more than me, so I can grow. I don't want to be the guy in big. I'm the big truck. I want to be the little guy go growing. I'm just trying, while they're trying to fucking, like I said in one of my things, while they're trying to flex, I'm just trying to live. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. I don't need that. All that showboating shit is cool. It, it used to be cool. It ain't cool for me anymore. For everyone else, I check out these, show everything you got. I ain't got shit. Listen, and, um, and then so building, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm just trying to continue to build upon my legacy um, and, um, and just be a good human being, brother. And, uh, and continue to, to live my dream and give back uh, and pass along this knowledge. The whole purpose is learning and acquiring wisdom is so you can pass it along to those who are willing to soak it in and mm -hmm. apply it in their lives, you know? Absolutely.
Well, dinero, I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Dinero. Thank you. Love. Um, uh, look out for the book. And if you haven't heard Todo, download Todo, download the uh, Cuban Connection album. Richie dropping up record. Check out the podcast. Just like check, out check out the out podcast. Richie. They got a lot of dope gems. Yeah, Richie dropping uh, Mistrae. He says Don Dinero's on a couple records on that too. Um, so uh, and and I'm gonna wait for him to sneak out um, intellectual property, which is the English version of the name of, <clears throat> of the record he's dropping. Yeah, Propaganda Intellectual got yeah. a lot of records. Ice Torb is a record I got that called Marielena. I got in the stash. Ask him about that record. <laughs> Ice Torb is about Marielena. He's gonna be like, man, I, he's been dying. But the reason, you know. Because I understand the business and I understand how the business works, you know, my music is timeless. So I don't mm-hmm. have an error. It's not like I. It's not, it's not like I'm trying to do what everyone else is doing. Because I understand that's never good. That's never been me. Um, when I bow down gracefully and I said, "Nah, I'm not gonna sell my ass on my soul to do reggaeton," like I told you, yeah. I knew I was gonna go through my. But that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, right now as we speak, I got a hit record that I did. In 2009, with my man Villano Sang, it's called Blanca con Culo. It's exploding in Spain right now, going viral. Exploding in Spain, right? So that's when you have timeless music, when you mm-hmm. can work, when you can drop. And, and that's how I look at my life. At the end of the day, when things come out and, and a lot of moves and things I'm making and people get to understand, and I want to speak to you and I get to tell the story of not just my, you know, my brother and the things that we were able to do, and how so much of the Latin game, we had to kind of, you know, put our ten toes and do it. And a lot of people thought, you know, we took our floor, put it here, so the next guy in this game mm-hmm. can use, you know, their floor with our ceiling, so they can go. And that's kind of how any, you know, Roberto Clemente did it in Spanish. I mean, in baseball, and mm-hmm. guys, Jackie Robinson did it. And you know, I was someone that had to bring that, 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 and open that door and, and kind of show. The, the labels that hey, urban music, and look where urban music is at today. Without urban, we saved Spanish music. Mm-hmm. The salsa merengue bachata is cool, but we saved it. We saved it for the youth. And the funk right now. Big no, but we saved it for the youth. Yeah, urban music. Now, if you're in Dominican Republic, you know, you, if you want to become an artist, you have a dream. You can become lapis. You can become mm-hmm. alfa. You can become some. You know, same thing. Even the Cubans are coming over here doing their thing with the Bubaton and the crazy hair and the stuff, but they got their own flow, right? So that's what urban music has done. And I think me and my brother are going to tell him, he's not here anymore, but I'm going to tell the story where we, he was the first exec to push urban music and kind of what we've been able to do. And now my nephew's in general manager doing it. I continue to do my moves and, and help people. And so I, those stories will be told and, uh, and then people will put it all together. And when it's all said and done, um, then they'll kind of get an idea of, of, of what I'm all about. You understand? You know, mm-hmm. you can just talk to my kids and they'll tell you what I'm all about. You could talk to, to anyone, talk to Chris Gotti, talk to Torres, and you know what I'm saying? I'm someone that uh, I do what I say, I say what I'm doing. And, and if you're in my corner, you know, I'm going to fight with you to the death, right? So, you know, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about, you know, love, Lord, to respect, and, and speaking the truth and, mm-hmm. and helping the next man out. You understand? If I have a, my last dollar, I will give you my last dollar. And then I'll turn the corner and I'll find $100 on the floor. <laughs> Dead ass. Hey, people say you lucky. I say you damn right. Luck is all fucking around. He knocks on my door every fucking look. He's knocking now. Wait up. 
it's knocking out. Love knocks on my door all the time, nigga. I'm blessed. What you want me to do? I'm blessed. What the fuck you want me to do? The nigga's all over the place. He's not. He's knocking all the time. I gotta turn down opportunities to keep my, you know, not to get caught in the, you know. I still wanna. So I'm blessed, man. I have, you know, like. What did I say about when, the, when I promoted your stuff on my thing? I say I keep counting my blessings, mm-hmm. live, right? Because I'm yeah. blessed, and that's that. That's the formula: be grateful, count your blessings, and then hit that fucking front door and crush the world. Well, I appreciate always the time and, and the gems you always give me. And I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, uh, this is not the first. I mean, this is obviously not the first, but it's not the last time you'll be on this show and it's not the last time we'll do something together. Um, so I appreciate you, my brother. Um, I'm going to let you attend to the, the several other things you got to do right yeah, now. I, I, I got to go to the after party now, attend to the movie. They sent me the flyer so when I'm done here. <laughs> to the city. No, but I just some, oh yeah, to some Blanquito United. I'm looking after party over to Pearson. Yeah. So, you know, and it's good. I got to network with them, too, to mm-hmm. tell our story as Latinos and be able to, And a guy like me breaks a lot of barriers. And when they realize I can talk to them intellectually and at the same time say, hey, you know, it's, it's, you know it brings light to who we are and the opportunities we can bring. And, and I commend you, bro. I'm extremely grateful to Thank be you. here. I want you to Appreciate keep going. It. Don't quit. Uh, you know, your number one priority is to be a great father, continue to be a great husband, be a great son, a great mm-hmm. friend. Like those things that you have to work on daily. And then take time out, which is ticking, to work on your craft and ideas and the things you want to manifest. And then go to sleep every night and just thank the universe for bringing you all the things that you might not physically have, but they're on their way. It's mm-hmm. like I order shit from, you know, I'm, I'd say I'm lucky because I have a formula. And I guess I just order things from the universe like Amazon. I just don't get a date of when they're coming. <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know it's, that. I'm trying to make sense. Fine. That's what I, no, I'm I giving this stuff out. be like, yo, no, I ain't got billions like Jay. Yeah. You know? I don't, but, you know, my boy's brother just did get 300 million for movies. You know, I'm in that Cuevita somewhere, right? So yeah. it's not about, it's about being around good people who are, who are creating dreams and manifesting and getting your circle. If you're in the wrong circle, in the circle you're in, you want to create A this. A thousand this. percent. Right, get out of that circle. Mm-hmm. If your mom and your dad and your people don't support your dream, then don't tell them, talk about it around them anymore because you know the energy you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Now you got to move stealth, top secret, and then go around people that are going to back you up. And when it pops off, mom and dad, they turn around and they support you. Mm-hmm. You got to show them first. They want you to take the safe route. You go tell them right now, my son says, I don't want to go to Wagner. I want to become a rapper, and I don't know what I'll do. Right? It'll mm-hmm. be a hard one. And I get it. Some people, guys are doctors, lawyers, and their kid wants to be a construction worker. No, you got to do this. Sometimes you just got to let them figure it out on their own. You know what I'm saying? I learned I learned through experience. So my mother let me do all the crazy risks I was going to take. Uh, <clears throat> and then I, I learned my life lessons that way. So, And, and that's probably you are the man who you are. And, mm-hmm. and I want you to continue to take risks. Don't be afraid to continue to take risks. Uh, continue to dream bigger. Uh, the difference is with kids, as they get older, my kids, I hold their dreams. So sometimes the universe, when I pray or I ask for things, I'll put my dream to the side and say, hey, give it to him. Give it to them. Hey, instead yeah. of giving me my publishing deal, I was asking in December, give Prince his scholarship when he was being recruited in December. And God gave me both. Well, lucky me. Right? But those mm. are things that I manifest because I have kids that have dreams and want to get things in. You know, as a dad, you don't want to see your son not get the things he wants. 
especially mm-hmm. when he busted his ass to do it, you know, not hand it to yeah. him. So, and I teach them the formula too, so they know how to manifest their lives. So they, they all get what they want too. They're kind of lucky because they know how to manifest it. Right, and that's the key. It, you know, it's 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 incredible. It's just that's just the key. You know, you actually get what you want. What are you thinking about the most? That's what's going to show up. You just got to put the energy out there and put the work in. Energy's always vibrating. It's, mm-hmm. it's how you're, it's how you're feeding the energy, right? If you, if you plant a seed and you never water it, what happens? Nothing grows. The brain is the seed. Plant the seed and water it. Water it is the action. What action are you taking to water that seed to make it grow? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have a job, and then you're home all day. Yeah, that's why, you don't have a, <laughs> that's why you don't have a job. I don't have to be a babalao to let you know why you don't have a job. Yeah. We don't have to do brujeria to get you a job. You're a lazy motherfucker. Snap out of it. You got lazy habits, bitch. It's that simple. I'm a drill sergeant. true. I tell my kids that. I'm like, ah, you want to be normal? Nigga, you just know they shouldn't be normal. Shoot for greatness right now. You never had no struggles. The only struggle you is do I eat fucking pizza? Like they 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 don't have the things I I took I eliminated this so they could focus on being great. That's what they're accomplishing. Mm-hmm. But I always challenge them when I see a little lazy chip. When I see I said I can't block for you. I can't put in the extra work when no one's looking. You want to be you want them to screen your name on the field? Put that work in when no one's looking. <laughs> and they put it in and they put it in. They always calling me. Now I just finished running. It says hi. You running? Yeah, I gotta get used to the heat or something. They're putting it in. Whatever the, the school, the colleges send them their workouts. I don't work. I never checked homework. How about that? And they're all honor roll students. And I've never checked homework in their life. None of them. Because I tell them, if I get a fucking DF in the game of life, you guys don't eat. So handle your biz so I can handle mine. Mm-hmm. It's like that. I always put it on my kids. That's the type of dad I am. I, hey, listen. It's all you. I'm going to make a great life for myself. And you're going to have a, a hot, three hots in a car. I don't buy nobody. I don't buy them cars. Mm-hmm. You buy your own car. Figure it out. You can take mine. You need keys. You going on a date here. I ain't buying you shit. Earn it. I don't pay for college. Earn a scholarship. Or, you know, UPS is hiring. <laughs> no, you have to be that way. And they yeah. get all the love. They don't get sympathy. Mm-hmm. Only if they hurt themselves. If, uh, you know, God forbid something was, to to, something was to happen to, to someone in their side. Of, like, yeah, but I don't sympathy. Let's go. There's a solution. You don't focus on the problem. Get away. Mm-hmm. Get up. No one cares about your problem. I do. And I got to solve yours before I solve mine. So let's go. Right? Now you, that's how I tell them. You fuck I got shit I got to solve. So now every time you stop me, what is it? Money? What do you need? Time? What is yeah. it? Yeah, I told you girls ain't shit. What's next? Right? Like, let's go. Like, this is, it ain't hard. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't give nobody enough power in your life to ever sway you. Wife, I don't care. The wife got that power. She can say one word and your whole day turns to shit. You gave her too much power. I don't care who they are, mom, dad, whoever it is. You gave them too much power. They call you and say, no, I do the head to. Yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't close the garage. And that throws your whole day off. Hey, you better check yourself. Then you, you got some big have. issues. If, if, if the things like that throw your whole day off, you got some big issues. Well, you know, it could be an yeah. argument. It could be anything. If someone ticks you off. It's still, you know, I, I always, life is too short for me to be. I'm constantly catching myself. Because yeah. I'm, I'm zero I try, to That's what I do. I live constantly, like, trying to check myself, like, what am I upset about? About this? Shit is nothing. Whatever. And I'm And then on. I replay it. I cross the street. I was with my godfather on Friday. I crossed the street. Like four corners is bad. Kid was coming, holding a skateboard. He bumped into me, dirty my white shirt. At first, I wasn't going to say nothing. Something, I told him, I said, yo. 
He said, yo, I'm sorry. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. I had to check myself. Like, who cares? It's a white show. Who gives a fuck? Keep it moving. Let the ego drop. I mm-hmm. have to constantly do that to get to where I want to go. I'm going to be 53 uh, Sunday. I want to be a better. I want 53. Happy early birthday, though. 50, thank you. At 50, I appreciate it. Thank you. At mm-hmm. 53, I'm a way better. I'm not the same. If you met me at 52, I'm not the same guy. Mm-hmm. That's the growth I'm trying to be on. Right now, in the next interview, I won't be the same guy, and I hope you're not either. That's the leaps and bounds of growth I want to have on a daily basis and, and, and check myself and understand because that's the type of third I woke you should be. That's mm-hmm. how you enjoy every day. You live every hour when you're conscious, unless if you're sitting here or you're doing something and you're focused on what's going to happen an hour from now or your vacation starts on Friday, so the minute you go to work Monday, them four days are long as hell because you just want to get, yo, you're on Friday. Nah, live Monday. You got one day at a time. You might not make it a Friday, homie. Something might happen, right? And that's how I kind of also want to pass along people to slow down. It's one day at a time. Tomorrow hasn't showed up for anybody yet unless you live in China or wherever the fuck. How do you do the calendar, right? Mm-hmm. But right now, if you're right here and you're in this area with us, tomorrow hasn't showed up for everyone. So let's get through the night. 12 o'clock, we'll switch. Mm-hmm. They told us that the next day starts at 12. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> right? So, you know, and then you try to get through that. Wake up tomorrow and say, okay, now what's to go? What I got to do today? New day, new challenge. Yo, what did, I, what did I leave yesterday that I didn't accomplish? Let me finish that first. Mm-hmm. Finish what you started. Always finish what you started. And then don't take on another task and you don't finish that because then you're going to constantly do that. And then you see those people that have a bunch of nothing. 100%. Knock shit out. Please, we could talk for another hour. I don't want to take up all your time. De Niro, I want to thank, thank you, you for the billions of gems. You just, it might have, like, somebody's going to watch this and they're going to have to replay it and, and just really let it sink in, like you like to say. And this is why I want to get in front of people and get this book. Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps telling me that, and, and I'm like, I'm dropping gem. I'm just having a conversation, but I guess I am. I guess that's is my calling. And, and, uh, and because I've been able to manifest things in my life and people think I'm somebody, um, all right, cool. I'll use that somebody to say, hey, uh, you know, I'm really nobody, but here, take this little medicine. And I hope these jewels I give you, you take home with them and you can apply them and they help. I just feel like people appreciate the way you view things. And it's different. It's not something that you hear every day. Uh, unless you're like, you're a person that's already living your life in that way. And there's more folks that are not than, than are. I change. And as a Latino, I want to give that out to all my Latinos. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is that I'm, I'm versed in Spanish, so I'll be doing mm-hmm. in Central and South America and Mexico, I'll be doing a ton of seminars, and the book will be out there too. And it's going to be a, a, a great journey for myself because I'm going to be in an entirely different setting. I won't be at places, big ass stadiums, or mm-hmm. at two in the morning at a concert. I'm going to be at universities and offices and hotel you know places mm-hmm. at seminars you know um you know kind of doing what i what my calling is right now and it's just spreading this gospel of uh of the, of the formula uh, that i have mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and letting people know that you know just just change the way you think and your entire life will change well, appreciate all the gems i appreciate your time ladies and gentlemen don dinero <clears throat> follow him at Dinero 717 and at the Cuban Connection 
It's 717. Cuban Connection 717, right? That's the program. Well, right? Cuban Connection 717.com is the website. You go to the website and you can find everything. And I need to go with Taurus in the shop. So I would send everyone there. Send them to Cuban Connection 717.com and you can find all my social media from TikTok to that. Mm -hmm. Everything is there. Appreciate it. And if you're not following De Niro, follow him just for the let that sink in every day. It gives you a little yeah. little let nugget every in. every day. One of my most famous let that sink in, and I'll close the show with it, says, um, do you really think that bees, you know, most people in the game of life, there's two types mm -hmm. of people. There's either bees or there's flies. Mm -hmm. Do you really think bees go around telling flies that honey tastes better than shit? <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> Bam! Don dinero, ladies and gentlemen. You feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future. So if I pull the trigger in the past, no, you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots. I can't be stopped. That's what I told you, I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kid's gone bad Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea uh, Tire strength in my feet, cause I'm so fly Hopped out the Delorean and it's Artie McFly.